0: A couple of different things that have happened. One is Digital Learning Day that happened on the 17th of last week. And then the second one is uh, um, I went to the Colorado Blended and Online Learning Conference last week. I had a really good time um, there, uh, both learning and facilitating. And uh, I went to a session. on using Instagram in the classroom Um, and so both of those things had a lot to do with uh, sharing stories of innovative classrooms. Uh, Using Instagram in the classroom is definitely an innovative practice and the things that people were tweeting out with pictures uh, during Digital Learning Day um, were many of which were innovative um, And so the question is, how should we be sharing innovative practices? How should we be telling the stories of innovative classrooms? And how should we be harnessing the stories that others are telling? One of the things that I did, uh, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, with uh, Digital Learning Day, was I set up a, um, a Twitter archive using Google Sheets um, to gather all of the tweets that were being shared. Um, and then I filtered them so that anything with a, uh, a picture, an image... W- w- those are the only tweets that, uh, that I was looking at. And then I used uh, a program called Paparazzi that lets you uh, actually capture every single one of uh, those tweets as a screenshot of the tweet. Um, which has both the picture and the text um, and just sort of the whole context. Um, I did that again this year and then I started to look at them pretty deeply. I started to look at the fact that there were so many pictures of kids on machines, so iPads or Chromebooks or um, desktop machines, they were on machines and they had headphones on or were, other, in other ways, entirely isolated. They simply were not engaged with any kind of collaborative process. They were simply using those machines um, to consume information. And it's not that there isn't a time for that or a place for that, but rather that it is not an innovative practice. And. Uh, I I guess I might even say not even really digital um, learning because there's not necessarily um, some uh, aspect of application, some way in which these students are engaging otherwise, at least not on the pictures that I saw. Contrast that with some folks who were doing great jobs of collaborating during Digital Learning Day. And then the presentation, that I saw um, on using Instagram in the classroom that to me was incredibly potent and powerful and uh, she was talking about how she was uh, receiving um, receiving assignments in direct messages and tagging kids uh, with uh, in sort of um, more individualized assignments uh, and being able to receive comments back about those assignments, their earth science teacher, and, and really exposing kids to learning in a space that they already inhabit, right? They're already on Instagram. And so it really got me thinking, how can we better tell the stories not only of innovative practices, but innovative practices in contrast to non-innovative practices, not to say that they are bad or that they are something that um, you know we are are trying to squelch, but rather that we are calling attention to things that truly are about authenticity and are truly about collaboration, and that we are not just lumping every use of technology and of devices in the classroom into this broad spectrum or into this broad bucket of well, this is what uh, digital learning looks like or you know, these are all things that we are uh, in support of. And so I've been really um, excited about going through the it's about 3,000 pictures um, from Digital Learning Day um, of those tweets and pulling together about a hundred of my favorite images um, and saying this is the example of digital learning that I think would be powerful to share. These are powerful practices in digital teaching and learning. And it is this curation, this sharing of the story in contrast to the thousands of other images that are not about that. And I think for me, that's really where the, the conversation changes, and where it becomes much more about the learning, where it becomes much more about what's possible and what it is that we are for in the context of everything else. And so that's I guess my answer to this. How do we share and harness the stories? Is it that we put them into context? We don't just tout them as innovative. We tout them as innovative and actually opposed to um what are holding us back and I think there is this element of just not accepting every time a teacher is pulling out the devices and saying that that is, you know, really authentic or or, uh, supportive learning. Um, So I guess that's, that's my answer and the way in which I'd like to see folks harness the power of these stories of innovative practices is to put them in context and say how and why they are truly innovative, how and why they are so um, radically different and or better, um, and really contextualizing, you know, what it is that, that we are for, um, and I use we rather uh, in a broad way here, but that we as a... Uh, a group of teachers and leaders who are really trying to uh, make innova- innovation about more than just experimentation um, and really supporting the teachers and leaders in doing the same by telling those stories of truly innovative practices. So thanks for coming along on the Walk & Talk. Um, if you'd like to ask me a question, use the hashtag AskBenW. And I hope you have a great day of learning ahead of you.